Welcome to Christmas Eve at the Rock. I'm Brandon, got Vince here, Mike, and Becky, and we are so glad to have you with us as we celebrate this Christmas season. That's right, Brandon. We have an incredible show for our guests today, including an intimate time of worship and a special message from our senior pastor, Pastor Miles. Now, we don't want to give away too much, but we have some amazing special guests and performances, so you're going to want to stick around and catch all that we have for you today. One of my favorite ways to get into the Christmas spirit is Christmas songs. So family, drop your favorite song in the chat right now no. while I challenge these boys. Boys, what? what is your favorite song? And here's the kicker. Two lines, sing. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Brandon. Okay, we gotta sing. Right, right, sing it, sing it. Uh, I love, go tell it on the mountain. All right, y'all ready? Here we go. <clears throat> go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go. Tell it All on right, the map. Two lines, Brandon. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep going. All right. You sounded good, Brandon. Right, thank you. I, I got to go with the all-time Christmas classic, yes. This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Ooh, that's a good one. <clears throat> Hang all the mistletoe. I'm going to get to know you better. Ooh, that boy's good. This Christmas. Mm. That's all I got. Oh, man, you guys are showing me up right now. I'm going to have to pull out the Michael Buble who, who thaws out every winter, right, just for the holiday season. And I even got my suspenders just to, you know, pull out my crooner a little bit. But my favorite Christmas song is It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. When it kicks in, it just feels like Christmas. Ready for it? Yep. Yeah. It's the most wonderful time yes. of the year. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. That's like one line. That's all you're going to get. Good job, guys. Good job. More. The people need more. Well, family, stay tuned. We've got a great performance coming up next. That was hilarious. I, I can't even imagine getting surprised by a bunch of mariachis while you're out and about, you know, just trying, trying to have dinner with your family, right? Um, what you actually saw there was Balboa Park in San Diego. It's like an icon in San Diego. You know, if you live out here, you know it's got so much culture and tradition. We know all of you are probably watching from different places, so go ahead and just type in where you're watching from in the chat. You might be surprised at what friends are 
watching all around online. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, Christmas has so much tradition mm -hmm. and so much culture, and every family usually has a different tradition, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, speaking of which, Vince, you were telling us about a really cool tradition your family has. Yeah, every Christmas morning after we have a huge breakfast and it's time to open gifts, our family opens them in chronological order. So my dad goes oh, first, right. and my mom, I have two older sisters, and I'm the youngest in the family, so I go last. So Aww. it's something we do every year. That's yeah, sweet. First, Amen. Cool. <laughs> speaking of gifts, we have these little gifts on the table right Ooh. here, Vince. All right. So I want to pose a little challenge for you, a little race situation here. So we're going to race to see who can open this up the fastest. But the thing is, we got to wear these gloves okay. while we open it. All right. Okay. So first one to get the gift open and show what we got wins. All right. All right. Online, a little online pastors against um, yeah. Sunday host over here. Yeah. There we go. So vote for who you, got, who you think is going to win, guys. Who yeah. you think is going to win? All right, ready? Everyone just type Vince into the chat. <laughs> no. right Becky got this. She got She's this. She's going to head start. You can, you can call it, guys. All right. Ready, set, go. Oh, you want oh, the bow? I like the strategy, oh, oh, oh. Even I'm though that back. didn't help at all. With the <laughs> this it should not be this hard. You just duct tape, probably. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, oh, no, Vince, you're falling behind. Yes. You're falling behind. OK, Becky. going for the team. Is the that legal? Team. No, it's okay. illegal, Let's just go illegal. Oh, just, we got it, we no, got it. DQ, she got this man. easy win. Oh my gosh. Easy Vince, win, like we expected. Yet. <laughs> uh, oh, Dad, you got there's there, more. Becky. There's more. It's like Wait, more. you're not done yet. You're not done yet, There's always more. There's always more. This is your opportunity, Vince, to catch up. Boom, boom. Oh. Oh, Becky. So we have here this incredible little water bottle here. Keep yourself hydrated. Water is important. Yes. Oh, a mask, Rock Church mask. He's still trying over here. Keep going, keep going, you know. Well, some, you know, someday you'll catch up. Super glad. So, going last. Got a little again. rock like t-shirt here. Tradition, right? I have one of these super, super comfortable. And okay. your holiday go-to, holiday go-to little, little sweater here. Oh. Here we go. Second Just place. Just in time. Amen. Now that I'm done, so. All right. Show them what you got. What do we got, Vince? What'd you win? Got an album here from our very own pastor, Andre Hudson. Some books written by our pastors. God is now here or God is nowhere, depending on how you look at it. Oh. Pastor Mickey, Master for Living by Dr. Kevin Minoya, one of the greats. It's a good book. Our very own Pastor Miles McPherson, third option. And another one, Do Something Church. Very good. Congratulations, Vince. <laughs> Great set of Second books. place. Second Woo! place. Not so bad. Silver medal. <laughs> that was good. But here's the thing, guys. They did all the work, but you guys win. Okay? Yes. All these things that they just unwrapped, you get to win. So if you text the word PRIZE to 52525, you get this book. You can have a chance to win this water bottle. It's a Merry Christmas from us to you. They did the work, but you get to win the prizes. So if you want to enter into the raffle, text PRIZE to 52525. If you want more information about the church, text the word INFO to 52525. And while you're doing that, we have some special friends who want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas. Hey everybody, this is Drew Brees. My favorite thing about Christmas is all four of our kids rushing to our room early morning, maybe right as the sun's coming up and just shaking us, waking us up, saying, we heard Santa last night, we heard him. He came to our house, you know, let's run downstairs. And we say, hey, let's wait. Gotta wait at the top of the steps. We get our family picture and they go rushing into the living room and uh, see the presents under the tree and just the excitement and the joy. It's just the greatest thing in the world. Um, we just want to wish Rock Church and all the amazing residents of San Diego a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
Thank you. Hey, Mario Lopez here. Hi, we're the Murrays. Hi everyone, my name is Adrian Gonzalez. And I'd have to say one of my favorite traditions at Christmas time is... My favorite thing about Christmas is... is spending it with your loved ones. Being with the family. Curling up in front of the fireplace with the kiddos and the missus at your side. Being with my family and, and close friends. Uh, more than anything, celebrating the birth of Jesus. With some hot cocoa, because you need hot cocoa. Homemade tamales and... Uh, from our family to yours, we just want to wish a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to the Rock Church. And I just want to wish Rock Church and all the amazing residents of San Diego a very Merry Christmas. The Rock Church and all the residents of San Diego. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone. And a Happy New Year. A very Merry or Murray Christmas. I can do that. It's a dad joke. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. God bless. We hope you enjoyed those special Christmas messages from our guests. I know I was a big Chad Michael Murray fan from One Tree Hill. What about you guys? Saved by the Bell, Mario Saved Lopez. Bell. Hey! America's best dance crew, too. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Love it. Speaking of all entertainment and movies and TVs and all that, I think it's time that we talk about what is your favorite Christmas movie? You can't have Christmas without the classics of Christmas, watching over with your family. So what's your favorite Christmas movie? It's got to be Home Alone. The original, Ooh. the first one, Kevin at Home. It's a good one. Wreaking yes. Havoc. I love it. So good, so good. I actually like the movie Elf. I think <gasps> Elf is just classic. classic. Yep. So many good one-liners. Yes. You just gotta yeah. watch it every year. You're an Elf. We'll take mine. We'll take it for sure. <laughs> I love it. I I'm gonna go on the sweet, warm, heartwarming side. Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a really good one. I love it. My favorite is a new one just came out. It's called Jingle Jangle. Ooh. It's a musical and just beautiful. I love it. It's an awesome Christmas movie. That's awesome. I think it's time for another competition. Since I got crushed by Becky, uh, yep. we're going to put Mike <laughs> Brand to the test. So, let's do it. We got a little gingerbread house. Oh, okay. We're going to put just about a minute or so on the clock. You guys put it together. We pre-opened a few things for you inside. Okay. Don't worry about the quality. Just get as much done as you can. You okay. guys ready? Put in the chat who you think is going to win. Got this. We need Mike to score one for the online team, right? <laughs> yeah, we sure do. You ready? Go sweep right. it. Sweep it, Brandon. Right. Three, got two, this. one, go. All right. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay, let's see. Awesome. Gotta get everything right. out. Gotta get everything out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I'm feeling all my candy. Oh. OK. OK. Here we go, here we go. Looking good. All right. All right, let's. Oh, yeah, look at that. Interesting uh, method you You like that? Yeah, man. Oh, I see that Christmas. Uh, a little Christmas tea. Oh, this stuff's so hard to get oh, out. Oh, we got, we got stuff we can squeeze on it? <laughs> we just want to, okay. Work those wrists out, work those wrists out. Okay, here we go. Mike, uh, the strategy here. Oh, no. Throwing everything on the ground first. <laughs> is to win? Yeah. Look at that. Okay. This is just like. Oh, look at that. that He's Dino got his decoration going Come on. already. This looks edible. Diners, on, you guys do it. We just got to get something standing, uh, you know? Brandon, have you seen a gingerbread house before? <laughs> <laughs> but this is looking good, though, right? Let's do it. I'm not going to call it. you to do it. Dude, this is not standing up. <laughs> this is not working. I'm going to have to go to Plan B. Okay. Just I'm going to have to go to Plan B. Just eat oh the candy, goodness. dude. Oh, my goodness. Let's get to go to yeah. Plan B. I know. I'm kind of like, can I just stick oh. it? Oh. Come on, Mike. That's good. I got nothing. Okay. What, what, what are we looking at on time? You need much, much better. I'm going triangle right now. Here we go. There we go. Here we go. Okay, there we go. Standing. Come on. A little foundation going on. Something vertical. Oh. No, not standing. Not standing. Come on. All right. Get it together. I oh. make card houses better. Oh, what is this? My kids will be proud of me. Christmas blanket over here. My kids will be proud. I got what a good one. What is going on? All right, I'm going Brandon's route. Yep, no, no, no. Don't copy me. All right, four, three, two, Come on. We got a winner. We have a winner. 
Hey everyone, this is Major Chris Reardon in U.S. Marine Corps coming at you from Naval Support Activity Bahrain. My favorite thing about Christmas is watching family and friends open presents and watching lively conversation over dessert afterwards. I want to wish my family and friends at home, the Rock Church, and all the amazing residents of San Diego a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hello, this is Captain Ernest Ngesi Howard. You may deserve this thing with the United States Marine Corps coming to you from Al Jabba Our favorite thing about Christmas is spending time with family, giving presents, and celebrating Christ, which is the reason for the season. I would like to wish my mom and fiance Stephanie, and our family and friends in Samoa and abroad, and the Rock Church, especially my San Marcos campus, and the amazing people of San Diego, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Again, we want to say thank you to all of our active servicemen and women who have been serving so faithfully. You guys truly are an inspiration. Yes, thank you so much for your service. We pray that the rest of the show is just as inspirational as all that you do for our country. And we just want to say thank you so much. And we want to say thank you so much to Vince and to Mike. You don't know, these are the online campus pastors here at The Rock. And we're just so grateful for all the ministry that they do. It's not just in San Diego. You guys reach all around the world and it's love and leads so many people. So thank you so much for joining. And you can check us out on sdrock.com, join us on Sundays, and just continue to stay involved with the church. Well, family, we hope you had a good time. Thank you for joining us early for this pre-show, being a little goofy. Christmas is fun, always a good time. <laughs> always. But yeah. super excited, service is about to start. Take it away, Pastor Miles. What's up, everybody? I'm Miles McPherson, pastor of the Rock Church of San Diego, and welcome to Rock Your Christmas. We got a special Christmas program. Southern California style. I grew up in New York, Christmas was cold, the ground was frozen, we had snow, but not today. We got warm weather, the sand, the beach. Ain't that right, Falana? Amen, Pastor. Uh-oh, I think I hear music. You got to go, I think I hear music. Let's go!
Hello, family. If you're just tuning in, I'm Becky. And I'm Brandon. And we are so, so glad to have you here today. Welcome to Christmas Eve at The Rock. At yes. The... And Brandon, did you not love that video? How cute are those little creatures? I, love... I just wanted to squish them. Amazing. I, I love it. Carol My voice Bell. gets high when kids are around. That's okay. That's okay. They're amazing. I mean, Carol the Bells, I've never seen it done like that before. Right. That Only in SoCal can you be at the beach in the middle of December. We're blessed. Awesome. All those Santas coming out of that van. It just kept going. I was like, man, so how did they fun. Pack all them so in fun. there? It was amazing. <laughs> so awesome. But that's just the beginning. We are just getting started. Mm -hmm. And we pray that you can enjoy this entire service with your friends and family. But to do that, we need your help. You've got to click the share button on social media, on our website. Let your family and friends know that Christmas Eve at The Rock, it's time to start. But if you're new, we want you to text the word INFO to 52525 so you can learn more about the church. And also, as you've seen, this service is different. Mm, yes. And it's going to be interactive. Exactly. It's going to be interactive. <laughs> so we want you to go grab a candle. It can be from anywhere. Yeah, battery operated, <laughs> whatever right. you have on hand. Walmart, Bed Bath Beyond, whatever. Get a nice candle and we'll have some further instructions for you at the end of the service. The family, we love you and enjoy this service. Yes, share, 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 family. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and enjoy. Welcome, welcome. We're so excited that you're joining us for our Christmas Eve service. And we just want to all say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're going to sing some songs that you might know.
continue worshiping.
to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to Praise
How you doing, Rock Family? Pastor Miles here. Merry, Merry Christmas. I hope you've been enjoying the service so far. Uh, what a Beautiful Name is an awesome song. What a great song to be singing right now because we're celebrating uh, the birth of our Savior. Uh, I love the beach scene, but we are right now in a recreation of my house when I was growing up. Uh, it's the 60s, mid-century, modern. I call it Motown. I got my velour crushed velvet, whatever jacket this is. And I'm gonna tell you about this chair, which is awesome. And my grandpa picture in the back. There's a lot of, lot of, lot of reminiscing right now going on. But we wanna uh, uh, welcome all of you, especially all of you who are either alone or this is your first time with our church family. We wanna welcome you today. And hopefully we can be your family today and give you a big hug. We got a special uh, candle lighting uh, ceremony at the very end of the service. So stick around, make sure you get your candles. Even if it's a fake candle, we want you to get that. Uh, let me give you a little history of the church. Uh, we started 20 years ago, uh, right here in San Diego. And 16 years before that, I accepted Christ as my savior after doing cocaine all night, five o'clock in the morning. And one day, Jesus changed my life. And I wanna encourage you even now, as you listen to this, to invite somebody to watch this service uh, who may be addicted right now, because God, this could be the day God changes their life. Well, 20, 20 years ago, we started the church. We have seven campuses around San Diego and our online campus is the only one working right now, even though we have outdoor services. Um, and we're so happy to be celebrating Christmas with you. So honored that you would spend your Christmas uh, and this hour and a half with us. Uh, when I was um, little, my parents, my parents had five kids within six years. So I have two brothers and two sisters and we were from the oldest to the youngest, six years apart. My older sister was the first person born. And then I was born, I was a second child. I was born before she was one. So my mother was pumping them out. And one day when we were little, I mean, it was probably seven, age seven, six, five down to one. We were all taking a bath at the same time. Cause my mother said, I'm doing this one time. So she was bathing all five of us at the same time. And it was Christmas time. And actually I think it was Christmas Eve because I remember my dad went to the window outside the bathroom and he went, ho, 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 and act like Santa Claus was there. We jumped out of the bathtub, butt naked, ran up to our bed because we didn't want to be awake when Santa Claus came. Because we thought if we were awake, we wouldn't get our toys. When you're a little kid, Christmas is all about giving. But then when you get older, Christmas becomes about giving. And I want to encourage that all of us that we would remember that uh, Christmas is a reminder that God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his one and only begotten son that whoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. My prayer is that during this service, we're gonna hear that if you haven't given your life to Christ, that you would receive the gift he has given you in salvation. Um, I want to pray for our offering, and as we prepare for offering, uh, you could text the word GIVE to 52525 if you want to give uh, to the church, especially during this time of giving. Uh, but during this season, I don't only want you to think about giving your money. I want you to think about giving your heart, your time, giving kind words, encouraging words, giving someone a call that may be home right now by themselves, maybe someone in your family that's been estranged from you. Give them a call and tell them you love them. And so as we prepare for our offering, I pray that God would stir your heart and that you would have a giving spirit and that God would honor you for your faithfulness. So let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for your goodness. 
Thank you that you gave your son that we would have an opportunity to know you as our savior and as our dad. I pray you bless uh, everyone who is going to experience this service. I pray you speak to them, encourage them this Christmas season. And we also pray you bless the offering that you would inspire us to give financially as you see fit. And Lord, I pray you bless uh, during this COVID season, the people who have been struggling financially, bless them a hundredfold for their faithfulness. I pray supernaturally you would um, send them financial blessing in a way that they would undoubtedly say it was God. There's no way it was man. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. time of worship. This is like my dream come true, Brandon. Mixing Christmas songs with worship songs. Yes, hallelujah. (laughs) I mean, how can you sing the classics and what a beautiful beautiful. name it is. I'm like, come on, Jesus, that's so good. Love it. It's so, it's such a blessing, family, to be able to gather every single Sunday and worship together, right? It's so important to be in community. It is. And for some, it's been a challenging year and sometimes you might have felt alone or just secluded. So we want to make sure that you get included and informed about the church, ways to get plugged in. And one of the best ways is groups. It's to make this big church, this online experience feel small, and you can get somebody to walk and do life with you. Yes. Start 2021 right. Exactly. In a group. Exactly. Start it right. (laughs) Get plugged in. Facebook groups. For whatever campus you go to, you can find our Facebook group and stay in contact with that campus pastor and that staff and see what's going on throughout the week. So it's not just one big group, but it's your campus-specific Facebook group. That's so important to get plugged into. And we still have life class. So much going on. (laughs) So much. And it's so important. Life class is an awesome way to kick off 2021. Yeah. 
You can get plugged into the church and find out about the history, the mission, and the vision of the church. And, and about yeah. yourself, right? About All the giftings that God has given you. That's right. And how to use it for the kingdom. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's so important to learn about yourself and to see how God can use that for His glory. I love it. It's so important, family. Get plugged into the church. See what's going on. Yes, thank you for joining again. Don't forget your candle and your right. lighter or your remote for the battery-operated one, whatever it is That's you right. have, have it with you. I hope you enjoy the rest of the service. Enjoy. Bye. How you doing, everybody? I'm Miles McPherson. I have a question for you. If I was to ask you, what is the real gift of Christmas, what would you say? Now, if you ask the average person that, they may start talking about, give you commercial answers like, you know, I'm going to get an eggnog latte. You know, it's, it's eggnog latte time. Or I'm going to go to the mall and buy a, a dress, a, a ring, or a car, or whatever. Or I want to get rid of COVID. That would be a real uh, gift of Christmas. But I have a different spin on it. But first, before I tell you what the real gift is, I want to explain real gift. Real means authentic, intended, great quality, not imagined, genuine, useful. This chair that I'm sitting in, as a matter of fact, I know you saw me at the beach, but this room is a somewhat of a recreation of uh, the, my house where I grew up. This physical chair uh, was in my house when I grew up. There's actually a picture you're gonna see here in a minute of me 50 years ago in 1970, sitting in this very chair. Uh, I'm gonna talk about my grandpa here in the back, on the wall there in a minute, but this is the exact chair that was in my parents' house. It is real, it's authentic, it's genuine, it is quality here 50 years later, still kicking. Uh, gift is something that is voluntarily transferred from one person to another, something unearned, undeserved. So what is the real gift of Christmas? We're gonna be talking about that because I believe a lot of people are pursuing the fake gift of Christmas, something that's not genuine, something that's not useful, something that's not going to last. That's why every Christmas they got to get another one. And so I want you to prepare your hearts that we're going to talk about what is the real gift of Christmas, because I believe that it's going to be life transforming and it's going to give you clarity and purpose like you never had before. Okay, everyone, this is a full run through, full energy, full on. What is the real gift of Christmas? Is it in toys or bikes, video games or other things? Is it the food? Oh, the food! Cooking. Now, spending quality time with loved ones. Ooh, cinematopped eggnog and holiday movies. Mm -hmm. Or singing Christmas carols or the anticipation of rushing to the tree on Christmas morning or rushing down the store aisles or rushing to the next sale or rushing in traffic or just rushing in busyness. <laughs> you know, we can become so distracted by busyness, so blinded and blindsided by this get more to get more because I want more mentality of our society that perhaps we've missed it. But what is missing? Because I mean, there has to be more than just Black Friday shopping and mistletoe kissing, but I mean, what is it? You know, we're told that 
Tis the season to be jolly, but does decking out our hallways with multiple boughs of holly really gift us with the joy we are told we should have? Or is the gift that keeps on giving just linked to what's in our wallet as we're frantically collecting brand names and these familiar logos is that the more we spend, the happier we'll be catapulting into debt in the name of making other people happy. But I mean, what gift do we have? Or what gift do we bring? Or what gift is available to represent Christmas, make hearts sing and love feel more true? And really, where do we even go to find out? How you doing, everybody? Pastor Miles again. Um, we saw in our last segment that the real gift of Christmas is an opportunity. Remember, real is something that is genuine, something that is intended, something that is of quality, like this chair, as I said, it's 50-something years old. A gift is something that is transferred from one person to another, something that is undeserved, unexpected, and unearned. The question is, when you get an opportunity, what are you going to do? In other words, if God gives you an opportunity, the gift of knowing Jesus, and you do nothing with it, it means absolutely nothing. There are a lot of people who are celebrating Christmas and they're gonna miss the whole point. 
They may, you know, get kissed under the middle of mistletoe. They may go get an eggnog latte. They may, you know, enjoy the Christmas carols and still perish in hell because they never really received the real gift, the true gift, which is a relationship with Jesus Christ. So when the shepherds heard it, they did something. And this is what I want to encourage you to do. Number one, pursue the opportunity. Look at chapter 20, chapter 2, Luke 2, verse 15. It says in verse 15, they said, the shepherds said, let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. If you hear about Jesus, that he died and rose from the dead for your sin, and he can save your sins, forgive your sins, save your life, change your life around. As I told you earlier, invite some of your friends to watch this who are doing drugs, who are depressed, who are suicidal, whose lives are lost. That was me. I wasn't suicidal, but I was doing drugs. My life was a mess, completely lost. And God said, I can turn your life around. Counseling couldn't do to the extent it did it. Money couldn't do it. Uh, girls couldn't do it. Only Jesus can do it. There was a guy in the Bible named Zacchaeus, and he was a tax collector. No one liked him. And he heard that Jesus was loving on people that no one liked. He loved on people people liked, but he loved on whoever came to him. But a lot of the people who were sick and outcasts, he would love on them. And so Zacchaeus heard that. And he heard that Jesus was walking through his town. He ran ahead and climbed up into a tree to make sure I am not going to miss this opportunity. He pursued it. Are you willing to do that? If you're not willing to pursue everything that God has for you, you won't get it. So pursue the opportunity. Number two, share the opportunity. Look at verse 17. Verse 17 says, When the shepherds had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all who heard it marveled at those things which were told by them by the shepherds. The shepherds told people, you don't want to keep this good news to yourself. A lot of people think, well, I'm, I, got, I go to church, it's my private thing. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Jesus wasn't rejected in private, but public. He wasn't beat in private, but public. He wasn't cursed in private, but public. He wasn't crucified in private, but public. When God forgives you of your sin, which you did in public and private, he wants to transform your life in a way that everybody can see it. They're going to see it by your actions. They're going to see it by your words. They're going to see it by your transformation. I don't curse anymore when I used to curse. I don't do drugs anymore when I used to do drugs. I don't be chasing around the honeys all around the street like I used to do. I said, something has changed. He was blind. Now he sees. You And also, you want to tell people. When I ask, the whole start of this ministry that I've had been involved in for the last 36 years started with me and continues with me telling people about Jesus. It's like I'm doing right now, but it started in my house by telling the, the, the teenagers in my neighborhood that I never met before, tell them about Jesus. So pursue the opportunity, share the opportunity. And then lastly, be thankful. Be thankful. Look what it says in verse 20. The shepherds return glorifying God praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told them. You know, COVID has been horrible for a lot of people. And a lot of people um, blame God, they're mad at God, you know, that savings is gone, their life is destroyed. Um, and God says, no, I want you to be thankful in everything, even the things that we think are horrible. Because when you're thankful for God, it enables you, one, to appreciate all the blessings he has given you, but it also enables you to see what he has for you in the future. 
the shepherds were so happy that finally the Savior was there. And I want to encourage you during this season, no matter what's going on in your life, to be thankful for what He has done, what He is doing in your life. For God always, always keeping His promises to you. So let's review. Number one, God, the real gift, the real gift of Christmas, real is something that is genuine, something that is true, something that is tended, uh, intended. A gift is something that you don't deserve. God wants to give you the most sure, pure, genuine opportunity that you've never had before, is to know who you are, know who God made you to be, his, and to live the purpose that he created for you. So that's my prayer for you. As we go into this next song, Come All Ye Faithful, I want you to be thinking about coming to God faithfully. Coming to God humbly and say, Lord, I want to come to you with a faithful, humble heart to receive whatever you have for me. And then after this song, we're going to go and talk about exactly how to do that.
How you doing, everybody? This is the moment we've been talking about. We just sang, Oh, come all ye faithful. And here's an opportunity for you faithful people to come to Jesus. Now, some of you have already asked Christ to be your savior, but I know there's a lot of people here in San Diego, around the country, around the world who are watching. Maybe this is your opportunity to take advantage of the real gift of Christmas. So let's do a little review before we get into it. Real is authentic, intended, great quality, like this chair I was telling you about. I sat in this chair 50 years ago. I got a picture of me sitting in this chair 50 years ago, this exact chair. Gift is something voluntarily transferred to you from someone else that you don't deserve, that you haven't earned. And the, the real gift of Christmas is an opportunity to uh, receive Christ as your savior and to walk with him, to talk about him, to celebrate him, to be thankful for him. Uh, there was a story I heard uh, years ago, there was a flood down in the South, had one of those famous hurricanes. And this guy was stuck on his roof and the water's rising up, rising up. And he's praying to God, God, please save me from the flood. I don't want to die, I don't want to drown. And this guy comes by in a rowboat and says, hey, get in the boat. I could save you. And the guy on the roof says, oh, I'm praying to God, God's gonna save me. And the guy on the rowboat said, I, and he rowed away. A few minutes later, the water's still coming up. Guy on the motorboat comes by <laughs> right down the street, but the water's now like seven, eight feet high on the block. And he says, hey, come off the roof, get in my boat, I'll take you, I'll save you. And the guy on the roof says, I'm praying to God. He's, he's, he's got me, I don't worry about it, don't worry about it. So the guy on the motorboat went, all right, he mowed it away. Then a helicopter comes. A helicopter lowers the rope, says, hey, man, I'm here to save you. And get on the rope. And he says, nah, I'm good. God, I'm praying to God he's going to save me. Helicopter, helicopter's away. The flood rises all the way above the house, and the guy drowns. He drowns, goes to heaven. I don't know why he went to heaven, but he went to heaven. He believed in God, <laughs> at least somewhat. Gets to heaven, and he goes, God, why did you let me drown? He says, brother, I sent a rowboat, I sent a motorboat send a helicopter, what else I got to do? Uh, a lot of times what you've been praying for is right in front of you. And it's what I'm saying to you is that Jesus loves you. He died and rose from the dead. I want to review what I said. Here are the shepherds in the field. They hear about a savior and they do three things. One, they pursued it. They pursued the opportunity. They went to find out what is this thing called a baby who is a savior born in a manger. You have to pursue the opportunity that God has given you if you're going to take advantage of it. Number two, they talked about it. They shared every, they told everybody the story of what they saw, and you don't want to keep to yourself. The opportunity of knowing Christ is not that you just ask Him to be your Savior, but the opportunity is that you receive Him, you walk with Him, uh, you talk about Him, you celebrate Him, and as third, that you are thankful, that you are thankful for what God has done in your life. You don't take it for granted. But there was one other thing that the shepherds did that I want to encourage you. They had anticipation. Look what it says in chapter two, verse eight. There were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over the flock by night. The sheep that the shepherds were taking care of were the sheep that were to be sacrificed in the temple. In other words, they were serving God as they took care of the sheep. These were the sheep that had no blemish. They were to keep them pure and clean and healthy so they would be worthy of a sacrifice in the temple. These shepherds lived with anticipation that God was going to come back. Um, my prayer is that as we pray right now, that you would have anticipation 
that God is going to do something in your life. I asked at the very beginning for you to go get somebody who was uh, struggling, somebody who was addicted, someone who was lost. That, and, I, and I hope that you're listening right now. And I hope that you're listening with anticipation that God has a real gift for you. Romans 6.23 says, the wages of sin is death, but the gift, the gift of God is eternal life. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10, for by grace you have been saved. Grace is not deserved. It's not deserved. You can't pay it back. You can't earn it. By grace you have been saved through faith. It's not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. You can't say, I'm a good person. I got it because I'm good. And then it says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared before him that we should walk in them. In other words, God created you for something marvelous. But in order for you to walk in that marvelousness and become who he created you to be, if you ever thought there's much, there's got to be more to life than this, you are exactly right. But it only happens when you're walking in the purpose that God gave you. And that happens when you receive the I'm walking the opportunity that he has given you to be forgiven and to be redirected and, and, and that your purpose will be clear and that God would put a conviction in your heart about who you really are. Three very simple steps. A, B, C. A, admit that you're a sinner. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. B, believe that God loves you, that he died and rose from the dead. And C, confess your sin. Commit your life to Jesus Christ. Right over my shoulder is a picture of my grandfather. And my grandfather was a, um, he had a, a band, a nightclub in Jamaica, West Indies. Big band, back in the day. He played the piano, smooth brother. And came here to the United States and it didn't work out for him to continue his career. But when he was 81, he got cancer and he died. And 10 days before he died, I went to see him. And I sat there uh, next to his bed. He was on his back, uh, on his bed, looking at me to the left. I was sitting on his left. I said, Grandpa, I want to talk to you about Jesus. And he turned his head away from me. And he said, go ahead. And he said, go ahead, like, I don't want to hear it. And I shared the gospel with him. I told him God loved him, died for him, died for him on the cross, rose from the dead. And he had grown up Catholic. He knew the story. But he had one thing against God. He had been discriminated against by people in the church. And he held that against God. And he asked me, what about that? Why would these people um, discriminate against? And he said, my people, his people in Jamaica. And I said, Grandpa, I can't explain those people's uh, behavior, but I can tell you that God loves you. And you can't um, blame God for what those people did. I'm here representing God. And I'm your grandson. And I love you. And I've always loved you. You always love me. So I want you to focus on God himself, not those people. I want to challenge you. Don't let what people have done discourage you from trusting in God. Don't let what people have said, how they've hurt you, distract you from the blessing that God has for your life, the opportunity for you to know exactly why you are here and how God has gifted you. So it's as simple as ABC. A, admit that you're a sinner. We all are sinners. B, believe that Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead for you. And C, confess your sin. Commit your life to Jesus Christ. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And in that prayer, I'm going to lead you those three steps. And all you have to do is say it, believing that God loves you. 
and that He is going to forgive you. And then you can start this journey with Him. So let's all bow our heads and pray. Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for your goodness. Lord, I pray for everyone listening all over the world. I know you love them. I know they've been hurt. I know they've been discouraged. But I pray that they give you an opportunity to bless them the way you intended to bless them, to forgive them, and to show them the path that they need to walk as your son and your daughter. If you would like to ask Christ to be your Savior, pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. Pray, dear God, I believe you love me. I admit that I'm a sinner and that the penalty of my sin is wrong. I believe that you died and rose from the dead and I confess my sin to you. Thank you for your faithfulness and your patience. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, please text the word SAVE to 52525. We want to help you on your journey. Remember, the shepherds, they went to pursue the opportunity, but then when they saw Jesus, they told everybody about him and they celebrated and they were grateful because their lives were changed. This is a process. So please text the word SAVE to 52525 and we want to help you in your next step. The stars are brightly shining It is the night of our dear Savior's birth Long lay the world in sin and never pining Till He appeared in the soul
So remember, I've been talking about having a candle lighting. I'm going to bring my family out, and I want to encourage you to get your family together, get your candle out, whether real or fake, get your candle out. Come on out, everybody. And these are my, my wife, my great nephews and nieces and sister, and we are going to have a candle lighting. Okay, stand right here. Get your family out. You guys want to say hi to the camera? Hi. Say hi. <laughs> and we are going to light the candle and if you are by yourself we want to be your family today and we will be united by this fire this is the jesus is the light of the world and as we light this uh, we are um, reminding ourselves and the world that he is the light of the world so i want you to stand back a little bit so you don't get burnt okay okay watch this Ooh. Lord, thank you for all the families around the world who are joining us. We pray you bless them this Christmas and that we would all take advantage uh, of the opportunity to know the light of the world. May your light shine in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. I can blow it.
Jesus.